0: What's poppin', people? Welcome back to another episode of the Off the Top Podcast, a bite sized podcast about mindsets and life in general. Brought to you by yours truly, Michael Jordan. You no, know I don't play basketball. Let's get into it. All right. So, in this episode, I don't feel like turning on the camera. I don't feel like recording myself to put on YouTube. I don't, I don't feel like do any of that. I just want to, you know, sit in the dark, you know, talk to you guys. You know, just have a one-to-one. This episode is going to be extremely vulnerable for me. You know, it's ugh, just something that I've been pondering on for, for a bit. You know, I've um, documented my... My recent uh mental and emotional struggles so i think this is a, a full combination of all of that and what i've learned throughout all of it moving into the second half of this year where i am i am going to go hard you know grind all that other kind of stuff but you know in a healthy way so yeah man let's you know let's let's get into it so i got i got a bunch of notes man i got a i I sat and i wrote a script for like an hour (laughs) like i just put it all on here and yeah i think it's gonna be a good one trust me i really do believe it's gonna be a good one a lot of yeah a lot of good stuff so you know let's get into it uh over the years i've been seen as a combative person simply because i've always challenged people especially when it when i'm seeking clarity you know over the years i've been looked at as the person you go to to get advice on any number of things even on things i have no idea on how to actually fix because i personally believe i ask the right questions over the years i've been known to be strong I sorry, I've been known to be the strong friend that you lean on. Over the years I've been looked at as the one that leads the group, you know, the the pack leader. <laughs> you know, over the years I've been known to change the social atmosphere to suit myself <laughs> in a in a selfish endeavor to feel comfortable, but it always ultimately helps everybody involved. And and finally, over the years, I've been known to be the charming, charismatic friend. For some reason, people are just drawn to me. I've said this many times before. Now, why have I said these things in such a repetitive manner? It's not to toot my own horn, trust me. (laughs) I say this to show the characteristics that I have been suppressing over the last, you know, I want to say like six or so years. Uh, these are the characteristics of of my version of strength because as i have mentioned before i am generally seen as the strong one you know i talked about the burden of strength many times before you know and how exhausting said strength can be now why is that why have some of my best traits exhausted me to the point of wanting to suppress them personally I believe I got tired of feeling isolated from everyone now I'm not looking for pity when I say these things uh, I don't I don't care for pity uh, I don't want a pity party and not looking for anything sympathy or anything like that I'm just making observations observations to set up the whole point of this particular episode right even having all these positive traits and the strength, I've never embraced them totally, which brings me to my first point. Embrace your uniqueness. People always tell you to be you, love yourself, etc. You know, all the cliche stuff. But here's the thing. We all know how hard that can be, especially when you seem to be different from everyone around you. We, we, we get it. You know, sometimes it's, it's like, damn. I don't really fit in here. Like how can I actually be myself when everyone else seems so different and then they're so much alike and you know you aren't. So we know how lonely it can be sometimes. And it's much easier to conform to the environment than it is to stay true to yourself, but you'll never feel that you actually fit in. Even when it looks like that on the outside. So you might, you know, you might um be able to act like the rest of the group, but you'll never really feel like you belong there. Even if it looks that way on the outside. What I can say is by choosing to act adversely to your actual personality will keep you away from your tribe. What do I mean by tribe? Your tribe is the environment that aligns perfectly with you like, sorry aligns perfectly with your personality, the environment that will be the absolute best for your growth. The environment that best suits you and boosts your mental health. Trust me. It exists. I personally, I've seen glimpses of said tribe. I've been a part of my own type of tribe. But ultimately, I got ejected from it because I was still kind of rejecting myself. Also, I was trying to fit into something that I wasn't. So my tribe wasn't going to have me. Like it's Because I'm not conducive to the overall growth of said tribe. And I don't want that for you right so when i tell you embrace your uniqueness man just just all the cliches of being you and all that kind of stuff because when you do actually feel you get into that tribe and everything just kind of works and it feels healthy and it isn't hard like you you know when you don't fit in your days feel sometimes it can feel super difficult and hard and and empty and alone but once you get into that tribe All that kind of just dissipates over time. But the only way to get in is like, you know, I say a tribe is like a village. It has a gate and the only way to get in is to be you and embrace you totally. That is the only way to get in. So I encourage you to do so. All right. I've constantly been the person that other people have run to for strength. Uh, it's it's extremely flattering. Trust me. You know when people look to you as you know uh, a pillar of strength and they can lean on you. It's it, it's, it's it's flattering. I, that's all I can say about that, really and truly. But after years of doing it, and it and it seemingly and seemingly being unable to do so with other people, it puts a strain on you that I, I personally can't articulate correctly, right. If you're the therapist of your group, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That, that, I don't want to call it a burden, but for the lack of a better word, I'm going to call it a burden. That burden that comes along with being the person that that helps everybody else fix their issues is, it's tough, man. Trust me. It is, it is tough. Um, Yeah thing is is that it's not that I can't handle the the quote-unquote burden. In fact, I actually enjoy it somewhat to a certain degree because I get to help people. And and ultimately, that's that's what I want to do with my life. I want to help people. So I, I enjoy it. The problem came or continues to come sometimes. Not as much as before, but the problem comes where it feels like the only reason some people speak to you is because they have a problem. Like they, they don't speak to you for any other reason. They just they have a problem and they, and they know that you have helped them in the past and they've come for your help and they don't check on you. Nothing like that. So it that is where it became a problem for me. And that brings me to my second point setting boundaries. Trust me, I have learned that setting boundaries isn't for other people it's actually for you um you would think that oh well boundaries is to you know make sure that you keep other people in line or whatever not necessarily actually I think you know boundaries are better served for keeping you in line, especially when it comes to being a part of somebody's support system, you need to give yourself time to recharge because you're not only dealing with your problems you're dealing with someone else's problems and over time that can be extremely taxing like i mean extremely extremely taxing <laughs> i get exhausted from it easier than i used to maybe i'm getting old or whatever or maybe I'm you know getting bitter <laughs> who knows but you know dealing with other people's problems all the time constantly it 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 puts a toll on you man so it's completely fine with letting your friends spouse family know that you can't currently provide the help advice that they need or emotional energy or support that they need at any present moment you know what i mean You want to help your friends your family your spouse etc but if you aren't equipped to do so don't because what happens is is that person is going to depend on you for aid and if you aren't equipped you're going to disappoint them and if you're anything like me having loved ones disappointed in you hurts like hell trust me (laughs) Like, it, it is not a feeling that you forget anytime soon, which is why I'd say it's very important to set boundaries and more importantly, to stick to them. All right. That's my second point. Moving on. <laughs> it, I don't know. This might get a little long because like I said, I, I sat and I wrote this out for quite some time. Um, It's just been heavy on my heart. So <laughs> I decided to do an episode because that's what I do here, right? um yeah so moving on even from a young age i've had this weird ability in my opinion i find it weird (laughs) to lead people for you know lack of a better term even if they were already in a group i'd come along and somehow become the leader even though i wasn't trying to be like I, i i don't want to be the head of your group leave me alone for the most part just just leave me alone i don't want to be a part of it anyway. Like, leader, part pack, nothing. Go away. (laughs) Right? And it's so weird to me, because in a lot of cases, like I said, I'm actively trying not to be a part of your group. (laughs) And it only seemed to compel them to follow me even more. Right? (laughs) Which is, again, why I believe it is weird. (laughs) So I ran from it. You know, I, I ran from the, the post of um, leader as, as uh, all the, the the manosphere people will tell you the, the alpha, <laughs> right? I ran away from it, right? And, it, and I tried to fit in, right? So instead of standing out or being the leader or even being the outlier, I ran away from all of that. I You know, I crumbled and tried to fit in. And ultimately I would not fit in. Like it it just wouldn't happen. I think one of the reasons why I ran away is because being a leader comes with responsibilities. And even if you aren't directly responsible for these people, it, it still kinda feels that way when you're when you're the head of the group. And I'm talking even as kids, when when you're um, the one that everybody looks to for fun or everybody looks to to get something done or everybody looks to 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 plan something. It, it it comes with a certain amount of responsibility but I still felt like I couldn't do it for whatever reason. And I say whatever reason but truthfully is is just the lack of confidence, which I'm gonna get into later. Um it got so bad. Like my running away from leadership, it got so bad that it actually bled into to my dating life. It it started to seep into when I was trying to, you know, find myself a lady. Right? Uh this particular area though <laughs> is is difficult because as a man, is actually your job to lead a relationship It's controversial, I know. But in my opinion, because I see myself as a traditional man, although a lot of my actions prior to this realization would say the opposite because I used to think um in act, you know what I'm a, we're gonna get there <laughs> we're gonna get there right but it's, it's it's a man's job to lead a relationship and that's that's my personal belief I know you know there's a whole space on... On the internet that that agrees with me <laughs> that that it is a man's job to lead and a lot of women would would say that too because if if you look at it you know how how ladies say that they want a nice guy and they want somebody in touch with their feelings etc et cetera et cetera, et cetera but in the reality they choose you know the the bad boy you know who who is you know more outgoing all that kind of stuff. And he's usually the opposite of what they said they, they want. And the guy that they said they want, they, they actually don't want because he's kinda soft. Let's just be honest. He's kinda soft. And women don't want somebody soft. They want somebody strong and you know a leader for you know just to make it a little shorter. Um so over the years I would wonder why I was so bad at dating. And truthfully, I think it's because I'd always be waiting around for the ladies to lead the relationship and choose what we would want to do. Or I'd be like, oh, what would you like to do? And women don't want that. Women want you as the man to do these things, make these decisions, you know, head up the relationship. Right? The moments that I considered me just having a lucky moment was actually when I stuck to my own program and if the woman wanted to be with me she had to get on my program she like like there's been some relationships where I was just like yeah um nah see these lists of things here I ain't doing it and you're more than welcome to leave if these are things that you would want to do and I'm not with it you're more than welcome to leave and and she didn't leave she ultimately got on my program and you know there was quote-unquote love involved and it was very, very little problems. So I do believe that, you know, being the leader of a relationship as a man is, is extremely important. Again, we're going to get into that later. Um, this running from leadership also bled into my work life. Right. So I constantly get comments from like my supervisors or my managers like, oh, you well, you lack initiative. And to be honest, it's not like I don't see things that I can improve within the company or things that I can do. It's not like I don't have the vision. It's just because I was so like afraid to take on the responsibility that comes with initiative, that is what they would see. Uh, and... I've just been running. Let me just be honest. I've, I've just been running. And the universe always seems to put me in positions where the leader I had to become. Like, hey, this is your moment to be the leader. And I would just run. This is your moment to be the leader. And I just run. And that brings me to my... ah, uh, Why? <laughs> brings me to my next point. The chosen leader. Not everyone is built to lead. Let me just tell you that right now. So this particular part isn't for everyone. But if it resonates with you, if what I've said, you kind of feel, especially when it comes to running from leadership or running from responsibility, and it always seems to come back and catch up to you in some way, shape or form. Then I am pleased to inform you. (laughs) that you are amongst the chosen and until you accept that you'll never grow and ultimately be miserable let me tell you this i there's been a fair amount of misery throughout my years (laughs) you know and there has not been as much growth as there should have been i can tell you that (laughs) firsthand um now as far as dating guys like i said before it is it is our job to lead it is our responsibility to be the head of the relationship slash family it is our job even if you aren't one of the chosen for to lead in society in a relationship you are 100 percent supposed to be the leader do not make the same effing mistake as i have been making throughout the years <laughs> And it has become a point of contention as of late. (laughs) Do not make the mistake. And try all of this 50-50 nonsense. and, And you know. Let me tell you how bad it got. It actually got so bad for me that. I ultimately did not want a submissive woman. Because I had to take on the role of leading the relationship. I wanted a strong woman so that, you know, she could take on some of the responsibility. That's fucking nuts. And I tried not to swear, but when I, but it's not even in this, in the script that I wrote. But when I actually thought of that example, I thought, how nuts is that? Now I don't mind the strong woman. I don't at all. But if she has to lead the relationship, My guy, ultimately, she's going to dip. And again, it is a point of contention currently in my life. And I can very much see how it would lead to a female leaving. To her leaving, specifically. (laughs) Right? So, let me tell you guys, do not, do not, do not, do not, do not make the same mistake as me when it comes to... To, to, to relationships and I know it's kinda of controversial in these times where, you know, all the, you know, womanism stuff and they say, hey, uh be a strong, independent woman, you don't need a man, etc etcetera, etcetera. Et cetera. I know it's controversial, but hey listen. Fellas, you gotta lead in a relationship. I'm I'm trying to get back to my leadership role, man. I'm trying I'm Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um So yeah and Again, this is regardless if you're a chosen leader, but you're always a relationship leader. And this is from my guys. Finally, because I feel it is getting a bit long. I don't know how long this is actually. Yeah, it's, 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 damn. This is long as hell. I didn't even notice. <laughs> um, finally, the ability to draw people in. My charisma. It, it is a bastard trust me because if you know me or you've listened to the podcast any you'd you'd hear me say before that i don't actually like people and i I can't say that this is an incorrect (laughs) um phrase for me to say but my charisma does not say the same thing right it's funny how like i i mentioned before like i i never felt like i fit in anywhere but I always manage to draw people in. I can always make a environment comfortable for myself. And then I have the traits of a leader. You know? And it's funny that all of these things put me in a position to create a space where I would fit in and then other people will come into it. So, that, you know, ultimately, this what I can say is that this ball is down to a severe lack of confidence, which I can partially attribute to my upbringing and not having much of a, you know, masculine presence in, you know, in my life. Although I did have my grandfather, but you know, he was, he was on the older side. He, you know, he didn't run behind no damn kids. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it, it's been a, And I cannot, as an adult, I cannot use my upbringing as an excuse because it's my job to fix these things and not run away and shirk the responsibility and then again blame it on my upbringing. Although it does play a part, it is my job to fix it. Right? I feel that that's a fair statement. Never been much of a confident person. I could fake the hell out of it though. But there's very few areas where where i've ever felt truly confident and i'm beyond that now like i don't I don't fake very often and if i do fake it's not confidence it's more like fake interest <laughs> you know this is a whole different topic um but yeah we could all use a little bit more confidence i'm not going to lie uh, even me someone who is who is mostly confident i could use more confidence i can tell you Uh, That brings me to my final point, which is obviously confidence. You know, a severe lack of confidence can take everything great about you and make you second guess or reject it. So let me confirm through oodles of vulnerability that self-confidence is the baseline for just about everything about you. All of the cliches were right about self-confidence. And I hope that through sharing these vulnerable parts of myself that you can see what it is that i am trying to convey to you as far as confidence goes because when you are confident in yourself and your abilities you shine plain and simple like we always talk about confidence and self-confidence and all these different things and and We have issues, we wonder why we're having these issues, and most of the time it boils down to to you not being confident in yourself, which then hinders your ability to grind or put your best foot forward or produce your best work. So the cliches are right, man. (laughs) The cliches are right. So let me wrap this all up into a semi-simple summary. Rejecting yourself trying to fit in where you don't belong, running from your blessings, etc. All the other things that I have noted in this episode will leave you miserable and more than likely cause you to fumble in life, leaving you in a place where you definitely don't want to be in. That is my summary. These are the gems that I have come to bring you in today's episode. I hope... That by sharing these vulnerable moments, and these, uh, you know, for the, you know, the lack of better, t- yeah, just vulnerable moments, man. These, these are things that that I have struggled with in my life, that I'm currently struggling with my, in my my life, and it's funny how that these things have all culminated at this point, and maybe it's just me trying to, you know. I guess you would call it confirmation bias or trying to set it up or trying to, you know, build a stage for myself. But the first half of this year was, you know, kind of rough and stressful. And ultimately, I don't think I got very much done in ways of what I wanted to get done. But the second half of this year, I am 100% going for it. Like 2022 will not see me in the same position that I am in now I don't care <laughs> like I am going for it I am putting both my foot forward you know how to tell you put your best foot forward I'm putting both my foots <laughs> right I'm doing both because growing and selling in life it should be everyone's major goal like Settling and being complacent should never be something that you are okay with And I find that at times I can slip into that But no more that nonsense man. I gotta these things that I pointed out to you guys here Yeah, all these traits that I pointed out that that are the uh, The highlights of my personality well some of them, you know, I got more highlights man It's just these are the ones that I found that you know by suppressing has caused me grief and strife, but yeah, uh, I think that's it. That's it for the episode, man. You can follow me at Mike Off the Top, basically everywhere. I have to change the YouTube from from Off the Top Media to Mike Off the Top. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I gotta do that. So also, if hear me out. Actually, no, I won't do that because when you type in off the top podcast, it comes up right away. So never mind. (laughs) Never mind. So, yeah, you can go search me on the interwebs. You will as soon as you type in OFF space bar D a space bar T O P. The podcast is going to pop up. The Twitter is going to pop up. The Instagram is going to pop up. So go over there. Follow follow me. Twitter, Instagram. I guess you can go on Facebook to follow me i had I, I, yuck <laughs> but i guess so all the posts that are in, on the instagram are on the facebook so if you're a facebook person off the top podcast you can find it there um again youtube i'm gonna change it to mike off the top as well so you can just go there and you'll find me i'm everywhere leave if you listen to the podcast on apple podcast you know give me a star rating leave a comment it really does help the podcast grow and it reaches more ears and hopefully it can help more people because ultimately that is my goal you know by growing and sharing my growth I hope that I can help and other people grow as well that is the ultimate goal again of said podcast thank you very much for listening to another episode of the off the top podcast I am your host Michael Jordan No, I don't play basketball and I'm out.